Is music supposed to be playing? Is it playing? And what? we're live because none of the music is playing. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I really don't know. Everything looks right. I've tried playing it in four different programs and uh, nothing's happening. But if you can hear Matt, that means my computer audio is working, so... <laughs> uh, great. We well, we it. are live. It is the Lotus Cast. We Welcome sing to the, the intro. show. Yeah. The, the guy of this morning. <laughs> Nothing to do. Are those the lyrics? You what don't know the lyrics? No. How many times have you heard that fucking song and you don't know the lyrics? I don't know. I Took feel... off my shoes. Oh, boy. Tied my shoes. <clears throat> it's a great way to kick off the show. I know. It, I really feel like now we're just like missing this energy that's not there. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. My uh, my audio setup looks fine. I mean, you're, I hear you, Matt, and you're coming out of the same computer that's playing the the music. Mm. Except no program will play any music. Well, welcome. <clears throat> it's Thursday night. Thursday night live oh boy i had uh joe i had a great weekend and i want to thank you for that um my birthday weekend this past weekend you came up and uh and with me and and we boy did we both party yeah um we uh i'm always appreciative when when joe comes up it's i don't get to see my friends as often as i'd like to and uh you know this Skyping with with Joe on on Thursdays, you know, just seeing it's, his dumb face over there. I know it's it a little old. Yeah, I kind of I like skyping with Matt because I don't see him anymore except on Thursdays, really, and then I meet up with him maybe once a month, uh, where he'll come down here to see us, or I'll go up to New Hampshire. Um, and yeah, I kind of miss miss hanging out with Matt. <clears throat> so uh, it was pretty cool because we can he. He came up and we went out to a bar, like a local tavern. We went with my family for uh, for dinner, had a couple beers, and then I thought, you know what, um, really haven't been out drinking uh, at a, one of these places uh, here in my my newfound hometown. Which you and I thought it's weird because you've been there for like four months now, right? And you, yeah, you I've been there, but who am I going to go out and drink with? It's it's me. I I would be it. That's it. yeah. But like you so, and Rochelle haven't had like a date night or something. No, no, we have, we have not. And even if we were to have a date night, our date nights don't really consist of going to a bar to drink. Uh, you know, it consists of other things. So I, you know, we went to this place. I was like, all right, we'll stick around. And there's this place in it has live music. Uh, so I thought, well, you know what, we'll have a couple drinks, we'll see some of the band, and then we'll come back to my place and, you know, just do the typical Matt and Joe hangout time, which is like watch a movie and, and drink a, a big, you know, glass of bourbon and pass out, which is probably what we should have done. That's... Yeah. It, I mean, that's it usually should what have we been, do. Like, this isn't the first time. It should have been two beers. <laughs> Uh-oh, did you boys get in trouble? Yeah, I mean, usually what happens, and I don't, we, I don't think we really plan anything when I, when I go up to visit. But usually, what happens is, you know, we'll, we'll go out to dinner maybe, and then we'll go back to, to Matt's house, and we'll hang out, and he'll make like two big whiskey drinks, and we'll enjoy the evening and watch TV and drink some whiskey. Did and, you terrorize right. the local wildlife? 
<laughs> uh, it, it wasn't so much terrorizing the local wildlife as it probably was just like bird watching. Like <laughs> we we went to if we could honestly if I could find a way to charge people to mutant watch, uh, that's what I could get away with. Like I I could pay people to come up and you know give a tour of the mutants and they could see how they live and how they interact and what they do on a Saturday night. And, uh, you know, so it, we went up, it, was, it started off innocently enough. We had a couple beers and then, uh, the band starts to play. And this is a cover band made up of some of the, like, I don't know how these, the only way these people found each other is this shitty town. Like that's the only way that they found each other. To be fair, they could be on a tour, and we didn't know. They're not on tour. They, there's a drummer <laughs> who's like, kind of this younger, hipsterish kind of guy. Like he's he's got the only facial hair is his his chin, and it's so long. Like it it was I don't know what it was what it was doing. It was really it was bizarre a, looking. It was like a huge like chin bush. <clears throat> Yeah, it, like wispy, or was it actually thick? No, no, no. It was, it was big, thick, thick fucking yeah. teddy bear on his chin. But like, and, like you have a goatee. He didn't have like the mustache side part. He just right. had the chin bush, and it was huge and it was long, and that was it. That's all he had. Yeah, and, and you know he's kind of a younger guy, and everybody else was. I mean, everybody else, the youngest that they were, had to be seventy-four. <laughs> <laughs> in the band and in the bar. Yeah, so you had you had the bass player, which was this old, like, six-and-a-half-foot-tall guy who had no neck. He, I don't know where it went. I, I can only assume that he lost it in Vietnam. Um, but he was he's so tall, no neck, and he had to sit down, like, halfway through every other song. <laughs> he, he had a chair like he he when he set up his little guitar amp and his bass and his little microphone uh he set up a chair so that you know every other song there's his break he can take a quick break and relax because you know playing uh playing them cover songs whew, it really takes a lot out of you were you charged a cover to get in to see this band <laughs> no. it probably should have been they were that good <laughs> There was a, a female singer who, the only way I could describe her was is, like a uh, hobbit, maybe? I was going to say Slimer. <laughs> uh, I mean, With legs. she was short and had like brown hair. She must have been in her 40s or 50s. And um, it was weird the way she, like at first I thought she was just a customer at the bar because she wasn't really hanging out with the band. And then she'd sort of walk over and talk to the band members. And then she'd walk away and hang out at the bar again. And then when they finally did start up, she was the lead singer. Did she leave a slime trail wherever she went? <laughs> she oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. She definitely did. And then there was the guitar player who was the most embarrassing human being. He was my favorite uh, person of the band. He, so uh, the way, Adam, that I knew this was going to be a good show was that he had a, uh, he had a microphone, right? Like he's going to sing, but it was Britney Spears' microphone from 1999 like it was a headset microphone had a huge big foam piece right there in front of his mouth and uh, it was like covered with diamonds and <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's what he had it was just this ridiculous headset mic and i'm like oh oh no 
oh no, that means this guy thinks he has moves. <laughs> you know, like he he thinks he's really going to tear up this this place. So he does, he can't stand still and sing. He needs mobility. How old was this guy? And oh, seventy four. <laughs> uh, and and Joe and I were soon to find out how much mobility he needed because he had a wireless guitar set up as well, and uh, he loved to walk around the bar shredding. <laughs> that was the best part. It's because like just because he he was walking around shredding, and then he had the side headset microphone, and you're like, oh, at some point he's gonna bust into lyrics and start singing while he's playing guitar. But he didn't yeah. at first. I feel like Joe, you'd be really impressed by that. <laughs> I mean, it was creepy at first because like he would just w- saunter behind people. Well, at the hold bar. on, hold on. It wasn't just creepy at first. It was creepy the entire time. <laughs> yeah, but like once you got used to him, you're just like, oh, there's the guitar player. No, it it was creepy every time because you'd be like sitting at the bar looking forward, and then you would just kind of glance out of the old peripheral, and motherfucker was right behind you. <laughs> Yeah, so. Or he was standing on the chairs that were behind us. It, it was funny because we didn't notice him at first. Like uh, We were just talking for a while, and then all of a sudden like there's something in the corner of your eye, and you turn around. He was right on top of us, like right behind us. I think he was doing it on purpose to just like, creep behind us to see how long it took us to notice him. Because when we turned around, he's like, oh, <laughs> there he is, and he's staring at us. You're like, okay, so do we tip you? Like, what's happening? Like... Why are you just staring at us? And then he would he'd go to the table behind us and the benches, and he'd just start walking on the tables and benches behind us because they were empty. <laughs> I could see him just falling over and smashing through a table. Uh, you know that happened to me once because I, when I in my younger days in a band, I thought I was going to be really cool and stand up on some tables and play, and the tables gave way, <laughs> and I I destroyed my shin uh, and had the, the the like craziest bruise for like three weeks. Um. But, uh, yeah, so Joe and I, and we were just so, like, taking all of this in. You know, the sights, the sounds, and the smells of uh, this little town that I live in. And we ended up not leaving until the bar closed. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, each of us... What was that, each 10 of o'clock? Us... <laughs> Surprisingly, it was, it was pretty late. I think yeah. it was, like, 1 o'clock or something, but... We had got there. We started eating dinner at like 5.30, and then right after dinner, we had gone upstairs uh, to hang out at the bar. Um, and we switch, like we got two beers early on in the evening. It must have been around 7, and then switched to whiskey like right afterwards and stayed on whiskey the entire night. Uh, when we went to cash out, the, uh, the bartender, she said, uh, wow, you, you, you guys, you drank the most uh, bourbon uh, the, ever, and we're like, what? What? And, she, and she's like, yeah, I, I, you know, you you guys between both of you have had a bottle and a half of Knob Creek, and we were like, that can't be. Now, that I mean, we're accurate. both drunk. What yeah. size we're, bottles? We're, the standard like seven fifty mils, like the regular yeah, no, size. No way, you'd be on the floor if you drank a bottle and That's a half. That's what she said. She like literally. She's like, I'm surprised you guys are still standing. Um, you've drank the most amount of whiskey of anybody in the bar. And like, it was a bottle and a half, she claimed. Um, and that we're, we joked like, oh, well, why don't we just finish off the rest of the bottle? And she's like, oh, man, I, we would never serve you a whole bottle. <laughs> like, but a, a quarter, like 75% of a bottle each was okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, there was no question. Yeah. Of like, you know, the are you guys uh, safe? It was just, hey, um, <laughs> we paid the bill. And they were literally like, all right, we'll have a good night. We just walked right. out of there. Were they in mixed drinks? Uh, no. no, they were just straight up like uh, on ice. Yeah, you're just eating them, drinking them on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. They said we had seven each, and so that would mean like I don't know, like three ounces, uh, like each glass. Does that sound right to you? you I mean, I knew each? we had a lot. Uh, I didn't. think I it was know seven. that we we attempted to do the math. Yeah. there at the bar, which was a mistake. Because um, we were doing like three times seven times two. <laughs> they didn't like try to rip you off to just charge you for a bottle and a half. I. Maybe. I mean, they it's might all, have, it's all very Actually, possible. if I do the math out now, so if we had seven each, and there is three ounces in each one, and then times two, because there's two of us, that's 42 ounces right there. That's not even a bottle. Unless they were way overpouring you. It didn't seem like they were. There was a lot of ice in those glasses. And then by the end, they had switched <laughs> to smaller glasses, and I was wondering if they just ran out of the regular glasses, or if they just switched to smaller in the hopes right, that we wouldn't right. notice. I think you guys might have got taken advantage of. Yeah. No, I mean, we definitely had seven drinks. Did we really piece. have seven? Like, I, yes. I thought we were maybe at five. I mean, granted, seven's not far off, but... No, um, no. Uh, we, were, we were at five kind of close. Like, I remember at, once we hit around the five area, I was like, yeah, maybe now's the time to go. And then it was like, no, we could have one more. And then I did the last, no, we could have one more. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, at some point, I think after four or five, we're like, can we get some chicken wings? And then they yeah, that's they, true. they gave us some chicken wings. And then uh, as we were getting close to the end, um, they were saying, you know, do you, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to head out? Do you want one more? And then we'd just be like, all right, one more. And then I know after, before we got the last one, Matt asked if we could have a sip sip or if they had something like a sip sip. <laughs> you actually said sip sip? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what's uh, a sip sip? <laughs> I, I always ask for sip sips. I mean, hoping... <laughs> That yeah. maybe these people have once been to the Medway Lotus uh, uh, in their traps, but but they didn't. They, they just they had no clue what you were talking about. They were like, "It's last call. Do you want one more?" <laughs> so we took one yeah. more. We went. We went right after and fucking demolished McDonald's too. <laughs> yeah, at one a.m. and Matt's like sleepy little town. Like there's a twenty four hour McDonald's like down the street. Did you uh, guys strike up any conversation with any of the locals at the bar? No, yeah, we, yeah. We, we did strike up conversation with the two bartenders uh, there towards the end. Um, they were both telling us like about the trivia that they have and stuff like that. I, I don't really remember a lot of the conversation, but they did keep coming back and, uh, and entertaining us with conversation. Well, because we kept buying more drinks. I thought maybe there well, might, yeah. might be a nice, a nice young lady you could have introduced Joe to there. There's nobody around our age there. I mean, I guess the bartenders were probably the closest. Um, but yeah, everybody else was. Uh, well, there was that cute black gay guy that I think Joe probably <laughs> yeah, could but have like, shacked up with. He's ageless because black people don't age. And I know. So, I mean, you should be fine with hooking up with the black gay guy because he's ageless. So you don't really have to worry about that's age. That's true. Like, he didn't really look older, even though I'm sure he was the same age as everybody else in the bar. I mean, you would probably have to worry about him dying of sickle cell, but. Well, yeah, but at least he'd be okay with Ebola. Like, he wouldn't get it. Wait, so there's, like, a black gay guy in Hicktown? <laughs> I don't Let think me tell you what, Adam. Knew. This The best thing about the, the black gay guy is he's at a table of some of the most hickish people, like, white <laughs> hickish people. And it's not even and, a small table. It's a huge table. They had pushed yeah, like three tables together to get everybody together. They've all got these Carhartt camo hats on. <laughs> yep. And, like, they got beards, like, white beards. 
and and there's this this black guy who like when I saw him I was like yeah he's gay like <laughs> my gaydar went off and he's sitting next to this white this you know yeah it's just a white chick I guess and um, I, I I was like I'm watching them for a lot of the evening and I finally looked over to Joe and I'm like Joe I don't think anybody else at that table <laughs> knows that he's gay. <laughs> No, and Joe's like, wait, that can't be true. And then we both started watching it. We we're both like, yeah, everybody else thinks that he's just like he's just a sassy black guy. That's what they <laughs> yeah. think. They because at some they've point, all convinced. Yeah, at some point, the entire table gets up and dances to like the the band. <laughs> like <laughs> for whatever reason, this was having a lot of that night, and like. The guy, the black guy, would get up and he'd dance with like the white girl for a bit, but then you'd see him like shaking his ass for like one of the older men at the table. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he would start like kind of grinding up against one of the old white guys. And the old white guy was like, Nah, nah, that's no, you know. And they're like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's a there's funny Maurice just being Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's oh, gotta man. be lonely. There can't be many other black gay guys. Oh and... dude, oh, like yeah. he's paying that white chick. He's he's. He's either paying that white chick to be his girlfriend so that nobody hates him, or he's forcefully having sex with her and she's wondering why he's booing his vagina all the time. <laughs> well, right? I, it makes me wonder why he lives up there then. One of those hicks is going to like wake up from a drunken stupor one night <laughs> and find Maurice next to him. You know, <laughs> with this big black dick like halfway up his ass. It's like it's it's just a dream, Charlie. It's just a dream. <laughs> it's just a dream, Charlie. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. I, I just that's that's what our our evening was. And I woke up the next day with an incredible hangover. That oh, was the worst. Yeah. Uh, Joe told me the next day that he was like. I, I this last night hurt me more than I'm letting on. I'm like, well, why are you, who are you trying to fool? Because <laughs> I woke up. Uh, we must have gone to bed at like two o'clock after eating McDonald's. And by the way, that McDonald's was probably like the best meal I've had in like weeks. <laughs> but it, 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 what uh, are you eating? That that's the best. I don't, it just no. It just it tasted Dog so food. Good. It just tasted so good. Like after we <laughs> drank all that whiskey, I'm like, oh my god, this burger tastes amazing. It's like a McDouble. Like, I had a McDouble and fries. Can you, can you imagine? You know what fucking Joe's been eating for the past three weeks is he's been watering down dog food and putting on tortillas? It's, honestly, I probably should be doing that at this point. He's drinking his Listerine to get drunk? Yeah. Uh, who knows what the fuck his life's in shambles. <laughs> but we woke up, like, at 7 a.m., like, and it just felt miserable. Um, but you know how, like, once you take a, a dump, like, you feel better? Was it a real slimy dump? It was. It was like a gluey, uh, Adam, gross, <laughs> dumb. Adam. Let me let me tell you a quick story. <laughs> oh boy! So the next the next morning, uh, we get up and you know we we're kind of like bumbling around and you know like we're kind of hungover. So you know Joe's kind of like hanging out on the couch and I'm in the bed. And I'm just like trying to feel a little bit better. Like I'm you know the kids are running around doing their thing. So uh, so Joe goes and and blows up my toilet. Um, well, they have. They, we got, they've got two toilets. We got, yeah, we got we got two toilets. There's one in my room, and then there's the the one for the girls. Let me guess. So use the one for the girls. Yeah, I've of never course. Been in well, he's not going to go through my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe goes and blows up the toilet, and uh, as he as he comes out of the the bathroom, he sends me a message because I'm in my bed, like still kind of trying to recover. He sends me a message, and it says, "I Tony Moran your toilet, <laughs> just so you know." 
and there's no brush in here, <laughs> so I can't do anything about it. And I kind of laughed, and like I, you yeah, know, like I wrote, so, I flushed and flushed, and it remains. <laughs> so then, like the minute Joe comes out and sit, he sits back down on the couch, Caverly goes into the bathroom, and this is all I hear from across the house. Is I hear, Halsey, you have to come see this. <laughs> And then both of them are in the bathroom, just and all they're doing is all—it's all you hear is them narrating what they've discovered. At first, I wasn't sure it was the poop, but then you could hear the toilet seat moving up and down. Yeah. So they're flushing the toilet, and at one point, like Halsey, my youngest, is flushing the toilet, and all you hear her say is, "I'm flushing it." It's not moving. <laughs> it's, not like, it's Joe, not like a log that's clogged it. It's it's literally like splattered and glued to the toilet. Joe is just he's sitting on the toilet doing that Joe laugh. On where the couch. He's just he's just no breath. He he can't breathe. I was literally crying. He's just teared up. Uh, it was just that. very amusing. <laughs> yeah, because the kids they couldn't figure it out. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> and they would run. And then he laughed because yeah. I, I had to take the toilet brush out of my bathroom to go clean the the guest bathroom. You didn't and make joke cackled. Clean it? Uh, I, I took care of it for him. I'm a good friend. <laughs> I thought it was funny because uh Housey runs into the bedroom's like, Daddy, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> I can't use the other toilet. And Matt's just like, Why can't That's I right. use the other toilet? <laughs> she did, she ran in. This is uh this is a little uh, uh parenting tip for you guys. Don't ever give in to the kids. Like she came in and she didn't want to go into the, our bathroom because you know uh, Joe fucking dropped D Day in there. And little Housey comes in, she starts to go into the bathroom. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm using the bathroom." I'm like, "You got your own. Go use your own bathroom." She's like, "No, it's it's gross." I'm like, "No, you have to go use it." And I forced her to force her to confront her fears. That'll make yeah, her stronger in the end. Yeah, I thought you know that's what I I felt was the best thing to do. So that was um, the, uh, the whiskey adventure. Yeah, no, it's quite an adventure. And then uh, we went to uh, we went to uh, the the first birthday party. Yeah, down there in Medway, and it was uh, first time I've seen Dave Dave Harvey, famous for Harvey's headlines, and fucking uh, months probably right since I moved. That's the first time I've seen him since we moved up here. Oh really? So it's yeah. I mean, I, the last time I saw him would have been December. Yeah, but you've been down here since then, haven't you? I have been down there, but I haven't seen him. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, I came down there for uh, uh, Kevin's, Kevin's birthday. birthday. Yeah, I, I saw him for a brief second. How was the old Jew? Uh, uh, so Dave Harvey uh, has he's been busy. Um, uh, he's got a job. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Dave he, Harvey's working. I do He's not working. believe you. You can Got a get job. prove it yourself. You can walk into the store and say hi to Dave. Where is he? Where yeah. is he? And, uh, I don't know if we should say where he works. He right, works at a store. Okay. <laughs> and you can walk in and say hi to him. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with him. Like the, if people, I just don't want people. Like, think, I don't think anybody. would. One of our audience is going to go over to yeah. the store where Dave works well, and fuck with him. He would probably enjoy that. No, I just, you know, I mean... Dave did say him... his one stipulation. He wanted to know if he could wear a hat to job. <laughs> yeah. Because he's going to be walking there, and he didn't want to show up sweaty. 
Is it Blockbuster Video? <laughs> so he does. Yeah, so he gets an employee discount. He can rent any movie he wants for free. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's working, and uh, I found uh, I found him to be. He's like taking care of a lot of stuff. Like I was asking about his family, and he's he seemed kind of responsible and and trying to uh, fix certain problems. That, well, I mean, you know, like, before he would just be like, I don't care about that. Uh, now it seems like he's trying to take action and come up with solutions for things. Well, to That's a point. incredible. Yeah, I mean, but to a point, because he did say that he is going to quit the job the second he doesn't need it anymore. Right. I mean, he has a goal in mind. Yeah. Like, he's going... He's earning he's it going... for very specific reasons, and once he has achieved those, he is quitting the job. Yeah. Right. So, so he really, he doesn't have aspirations. He's just taking care of business. Staying here, business. Right. He, he looks good, honestly. He's lost a bunch of weight. Dude, lost a fuck ton of weight. Yeah. yeah. He, he's really thin he now. I was blaming it, it on like, his medication that it doesn't. It takes away his appetite, but I don't know if that's the case. He just he looks good though. <laughs> oh, I think I Adderall. Love, yeah, will make you lose weight. I love the way you're starving and wasting away. <laughs> yeah, you look so hot right I now. I heard that also happens to people with AIDS. I didn't really see him eating, so maybe that it was the case. Like I don't remember seeing him eat at all. Did you? Yeah, I saw him eat. Yeah. Mm. And he can afford food now. Well, because usually, like, when uh, we go to those parties, like, he's one of the first people in line for, like, the buffet, but I don't think he ate until, like, everybody else ate. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. I, this is, this is like, an understated <clears throat> huge development. Dave Harvey taking responsibility. Yeah. And he has a, he has a job. I mean, he's not quite at the level where he would get a license. He did laugh that off, but <laughs> he, uh, he's doing Maybe someday. Yeah. He's doing well. I will say he's still in therapy. Uh, like even even at the party, and you know we got to see him and hang out. But like he he would kind of hang out for a little bit, and then he'd bolt off somewhere, and like so you would only get little doses. But well, I do miss the fuck out of him because there was this one moment out of where it was me and Dave and Joe, and then I told I I was like Dave, you you missed a really good Joe story. When he went to L.A., he had a wet dream in his brother's bed and came in his pants. Yeah, that was and, nice uh, and Dave, like, Dave got that little twinkle in his eye. He did his double know. take. What? And, uh, right. And I was like, oh, man, I really miss the, uh, I really miss the old fucker. You yeah, know, I when for- he came in. And, um, I forgot. We didn't really have, like, a, a separate moment until the end when people were leaving. Yeah. Was, um. Yeah. Was he willing to talk about the show at all, or was that still off the table? Um, I, I mean, kind of. Like, I did tell him that, like, I, you know, missed him and fucking wish you'd come back and stuff. But uh, he, he did say, he did mention that, like, with his new job and stuff, he doesn't really know what his schedule is. And I don't think he wants to make, like, a I need Thursday nights off type of thing uh, if he is scheduled. So He said he did uh, consider coming on for last week's show when it was Matt's birthday. But, uh... Uh, I don't know what happened. He just couldn't. He had to apply for the job. Oh, no, he had the interview. That's right. He had yeah. a busy day with the interview. Anchor says uh, Dave must be working at R&D in a sex doll company. That would be a good job for him with his limitless masturbation abilities. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Here's a sex doll. Dave. I, the I just the job that daily. he has, the job that he has is like, I think is a good Dave job. Like it's yeah. a, you know, it, it really does fall into his wheelhouse. You know, he, he, uh, I think he'll be he'll be fine there. I mean, I don't know if he is really going to quit after he acquires his 
money and stuff like he might <laughs> it stay did on, seem like he would need a lot of vacation time regardless once he achieved his goal he would quit yeah once he if he finally comes he's done with the sex yeah he's saving that. money he's saving money to go to two weddings uh and that's that's what he's using the money for so but they're both like international <laughs> well one of them i thought like, only one of them one of right. them is is in germany but the other one's like up in northern vermont he didn't he right. didn't want to pay for it by nursing in a diaper off of you mm. That would have been nice. <laughs> well, he's, I think Matt would have to up the price at that point. <laughs> Germany isn't cheap. No, but I'd cover the other trip. The the Vermont one? Yeah. Well, I think he's probably still got to find like a, a bus ride or something like an Uber up there. Like a three-hour Uber. Did you see that thing where the guy who says, who on AOL was like the you've got mail guy is is working for Uber? Yeah, I did see that. I saw the article. Like as a driver? Like, well, cause, yeah, yeah surprise they don't AOL doesn't give him residuals for you've got mail. Like they probably just yeah. paid him a flat they fee. They paid him Adam, they paid him $200 for that. That really doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. No, of course not. Uh, didn't like the girl but, who yeah. did the voice of Siri like not even know it was they were using her voice. Uh didn't she die or something like that or she just recorded a bunch of voices for something else and then they just ended up using it for Siri? Yeah, that like she recorded a bunch of stuff, but they didn't tell her who who it was for or what it was for, and later found out it was Siri. Yeah, you've got mail. Yeah, he 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 works for Uber, and it, like he has to do that for everybody. Like, <laughs> well, he it, could just tell people he's not the guy that did it, or you know, when does it ever come? No, up? I I think I think if that's who you are, right? I Even think you have to Ubering? do it. Just yeah, just so you, that you get the five star rating from Uber. Like it's a guaranteed five stars. Like you get into the car and you're like, "Oh, hey guy, uh, yeah, I want to uh, please take me over to the fucking uh, Foxborough, uh, the Patriots. That's where I'm going, the Patriots Center." He's like, "Hey, uh, you uh, you ever had the AOL way back in the day, back in 2000?" He tells uh, everyone that gets in. <laughs> he just makes like, I, uh, dumb puns. You ever you ever hear of this? You've got mail. You're like, "Holy shit, guy, you do that really well." Do you think he just hands Nelson. back mail to them when he's in the front and he just says, you've got mail? <laughs> Maybe. I just, I just, it I, just seemed miserable if they found him. Like, yeah. You know, it, like, his job amounted to working for Uber. Yeah. Unless he has like so much money that he just does it to have something to do in his spare time. That would be a terrible thing to do in your spare time. Yeah. You probably should shuttle around fucking idiots shitting and farting in your car. Every time I see somebody Ubering on TV, they always like hand back water bottles. Is that a thing now? Would you like a water? So you do different things, I think, to boost your score. So like you provide you like them with maybe water. mints or like chocolates or something. Yeah, and you have water. Uh, so it's more comfortable. And then at the end of it, they'll give you a five-star rating. Like, oh, this guy was really great. He gave me a water bottle. <laughs> do, you, do you get paid more for having a high rating? Um, no, but I think you get like, you know, if you have the higher rating, uh, you get more frequent jobs and stuff like that. Like, uh, you do get paid more if you have a better car, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do the Uber X, which I think is like, if you have smaller, like cheaper cars, like you could do it in a Honda Civic, um, or you can do like Uber, or if you have like a town car or an SUV, you can sign up for like the more premium Uber services. I know that the guys, like when I was working with the contractors, they 
there, there was one guy that would come to the pharmacy, and he had a phone for Lyft, he had a phone for Uber, and then he would sit there and wait for stats, like for like the deliveries from the uh, for the nursing homes. So he'd just sit there and wait and see like whatever popped up, okay. or if he could like tack on a couple, like oh I'm gonna go deliver this into Boston and then pick up this idiot uh, and shuttle him somewhere. That he sounds would. like an efficient employee. Yeah, I guess it is efficient. <laughs> Very opportunistic guy. But it just seems like was such a waste of time. He just sat there. I don't think I could do it because I don't want to interact with random people I don't know. I don't mind interacting with random people. Like, I definitely, I guess I would do it. People make really good money doing it. I know um, they do, but, like, it, it, you know how you always occasionally see one of those, like, uh, I said always occasionally, Dave would call that out. But you'd see those stories that... Uh, like someone getting attacked. Yeah, someone getting attacked or yelled at in their Uber, and they, they're forced to, like, eject somebody from their car. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want that to be me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that happens that often. It's just, like, those... It, 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 it's, like, right now with the fucking United, and there's so many stories now coming out of, like, Battery and... Uh, it's like it doesn't really happen that often. It's just everybody now is kind of maybe instigating it and trying to make it happen so they can get another passenger beatdown video. Uh, I just don't stupid. think it would work for me. I'd either ignore them until they left and then just call the cops. or I don't know. I just feel like I, I don't want to deal with that kind of drama either. I just want the money. <laughs> that is your typical uh, MO, hmm. is just to not do anything and just want the money. I would love that. If that was a job I could have, I would I would love that. Speaking just, of things you don't do. What was that? You got a treatment? Why are you putting me on the spot? Jeez. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah, I told you like three weeks ago, if you didn't come back in the next week with something, then this would be it. We're not going to, I'm not, I won't ever bring it up again. You won't bring it up until I'm ready. Yes, I get it. No, no, no. Like again, like this is. That would be it. There's no, I will, I like done, donezo, it's over, Johnny. Okay. So it's not. There's nothing. I do have stuff, but did I, you? But I, I brought it up three weeks ago. Yeah. Where have you come in the three weeks? Not far. I honestly, I've been really busy recently. Okay. I just, I don't have time for it at the moment. All right. Have you so, really been so, busy, or have you been busy? No, I've really been busy. I haven't been home like any day this week. So has anything changed since our conversation with Jay Burns, trying to boost your spirits? Are your spirits any boosted? Oh, Jay, Jay, you had somebody like Jay Burns who was willing to like help write on it. That's and... great. I'm just not ready to do that yet. I, I just have been really busy. Yeah. So Adam, he's never, he's <laughs> never going to be ready. This will never. Right. Well, then don't worry about it. If I need All your right. help, I'll ask you. No, don't. All right, well, then I won't ask you, and then you'll miss out on the opportunity of a lifetime. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan. Okay. <sighs> so sad. Um, so sad. Our good friend Tony Moran. Speaking uh, of freckling toilets. He's out so there freckling famous. other toilets. I, again, if, if anybody's listening to this show who's not familiar... You know, there was a time when we were really active and, you know, the show was in its heyday and its prime and we were getting guests. And uh, there were so many moments because, like, 
and I was so proud of them because I have somebody like Joe who at the time was a teacher and really did nothing. Like he, you know, just hung out. He was very shy kind of guy. Like he wasn't really, you didn't really do anything. I was doing a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And there were so many little moments. So he thinks you did nothing to contribute. Uh, I can see that. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say you did nothing to contribute. I just said like you, he didn't he didn't really have much except for like school and the podcast, and that was it. Would you say that's accurate? I mean, that's still accurate. <laughs> yeah. And and the fact then that I would you could drag, argue that I have less now. <laughs> and then and then just to have these little moments like Stacy Topfree, who who came in and pulled out her tits two times in his a dumb little apartment. And, uh, I miss that you know, apartment. fucking Tony Moran, who the very first Michael Myers came in and just blew up his toilet and just left it completely freckled. Like those things are, I just love that that happened. Was, there was no point that any of that, like Joe would ever think any of that would have ever happened. No. And now I have that as my family history. There so it is. Listeners should go back and check those out because those were some good episodes. Yeah. There were some good times, and uh, but anyway, uh, Aaron Moran, who was Tony Moran's uh, sister, I actually uh, didn't know this. So, like when I saw like the the updates that Aaron Moran had died, um, a lot of them had said like Happy Days star, Joni Loves Chachi star had died, and I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't really piece it together that it was Aaron Moran until that TMZ article that just came out the other day. Well, oh. Tony talked about it in our interview, didn't he? Uh, a little bit, like he. He did mention Aaron, but I remember it was something he didn't really want to talk about. Was he close to his sister? No, he didn't didn't like her because she was a junkie. He he talked a little bit about how they'd completely lost touch because of her drug abuse. To be honest, I didn't didn't really remember that part of the interview, and I didn't connect the dots until the TMZ article, but then he seemed like fiercely protective of her, her, so I thought like... Maybe they I know. have a closer relationship. We should find that clip and send it to TMZ yeah. <laughs> and get our own little publicity out of it. Um, I might yeah, even have so a he, video somewhere because remember like they had asked us to record video of that for that documentary they were doing about him? Yeah. Yeah, that documentary. That's <laughs> on the same place where Dead Bounty is. Yeah. <laughs> he still has Dead Bounty on Tony Moran does on his banner when he goes to conventions. <laughs> of course he does. People are like, what's Dead Bounty? <laughs> Well, I wish I knew. Uh, I yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, so, so she dies, and uh, Scott Bayo, I guess, thought that she died of an overdose or something and made some uh, remarks about her that were insensitive. Uh, yeah, he had said that, uh, Scott Bayo had said that Aaron had died probably due to drugs or that she was a ju- because she was a junkie and she probably died because of a drug overdose. And then literally the audio uh, autopsy report came back the same day, and then it said, "Oh, she had died from stage four cancer, no, not drugs." And right. So he was forced to eat his words. Um, and then Tony Moran puts out the most Tony Moran statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, just, I, I mean, when I read that, I, I just I was like, "Yeah, that's that's Tony. That's so fucking Tony." Like he, it's so weird. Can you, do you have the statement? Do you have the the word for word statement? Hang on, I'll pull it up real quick. Because the when he attacks the guy's dick size, 
Like it's just all right. Well, that that is that world. That is the world that he lived in and the people that he hung out with. Um. Yeah. He he said that Aaron Moran broke up with Scott Bayo because he was tiny. Now it's really weird that Aaron would have been like, "Hey, listen, brother." <laughs> The reason why I broke up with Scott Bayo was because his penis was small. <laughs> he wasn't able to please me with his small penis. I felt like you should know that, brother. I'll talk to you again in eight years. <laughs> right. Well, he did tweet out, like, get on your knees and pray. I never run into you. Yeah, very machoistic. Why like, I, I love Tony. I think Tony's a great person, but... I I hate that fucking macho bullshit. He's he's so just doing it for publicity. Like he's using his own sister's death to get publicity for himself. Oh, I I don't I don't think he's trying to get pu- publicity. I I think that's just Tony. Like I I don't think he w- he had any plan to try to get coverage. I think it just happened. Well, Scott Bayo is twisting it. He's like uh in the interview I said maybe it was drugs and if it was drugs, drugs and alcohol will kill you sooner than normally would die. Then all these goofballs on Twitter started attacking me. I'm sure they're attacking me because I'm a conservative. Yeah, see, hashtag Scott Bayo, get on your knees and pray I never run into you. But, like, uh, Tony's retweeting all this stuff about people trying to get him on Howard Stern to do an interview on Stern. Oh, he, Tony's trying to get on Stern? Yeah. That would be hilarious that we got Tony before he goes on Stern. But <laughs> everybody had Tony before he got yeah, on Stern. Stern, yeah. I mean, he definitely is trying to get publicity if he's angling to get on Stern about it. Well, I mean, he might be trying to twist it now. Like, I don't think the initial tweet was him trying to get publicity. Whatever he's doing now, he probably was, it, yeah, that that makes sense. He he would definitely jump on the hype train. Like, oh, man, I, I got this article. I don't have Tony's number. Do you have Tony's number? No. Uh, we, I never called him. We always just met him in person. Adam, you got Tony's number? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ask David Langell. So, he might still have it. Yeah, yeah, send a message to Langell really quick. Ask him if he's got Tony's number. We'll call him right now. Get an exclusive. Yeah. Get the old... It may, he'll remember the Locust cast. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, here it is. A special shout-out to Scott Bayo. I heard he went on Twitter about you. I hope it finds you. You and my little sis had a very brief fling. She dumped you. Two reasons. One, she told me you were more like a girl, <laughs> like a little girl and not a man. Two, she told so, me that you were tiny. You know, barely a man in the man region. True story. <laughs> Scott, I advise you to get on your knees and pray you never run into me. Yeah, I, I mean, that's <laughs> you're a girl, yeah. and your your dick's so small. <laughs> it's like barely anything. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> he's acting like he's so heartbroken when, like, yeah, when we talked to him, he hadn't talked to her in years. He said she was a junkie. I mean, Did not... you go back and listen to it? Like, I don't even remember yeah, really. Like, I don't we, remember we this talked interview. to him so many times. Yeah, I remember him talking about this because yeah. didn't, didn't you bring it up, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember bringing it up to him, uh, but I I remember him being kind of uh, like conservative, like he didn't want to talk about. It. Are you messaging Langell? Yeah, he didn't get too deep into it, but he did say he um, he ha- doesn't keep in touch with her. Joe, are you messaging Langell? Oh, I thought Adam was. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you want me to? Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just, just see if you can get his number. Okay, we'll send him a message. It'd be great if we could. 
Um, yeah, I, I thought I I didn't think we got too much out of it on the show when we talked to him because uh, to be honest, I didn't go back and listen to the interview. Uh, we we no, got, I didn't. We got a lot out of him. I remember you. Um, we talked about like him living homeless in his truck when like right. people didn't even really know that the night he he freckled my toilet was that the first time we met him or the second time that was that might have been the second yeah, time that was the second because i remember he came in to your apartment and he he had <laughs> yeah, an the, almost empty large iced coffee, coffee from yeah. dunkin donuts and he was smoking <laughs> and he was just like hey guys where, where's the bathroom <laughs> we all knew like he had that sweat on his brow yeah i really we wish i taken a photo of that bathroom oh I so badly... Like, if I could uh, go back in time, I would fix that. Of course. The fact that we don't have photo photographic evidence... And it's like none happened. of us did. Like, <laughs> you told everybody at the table to go look, and nobody took I know. <laughs> I went in there, and I saw it, and I was like... Because I, I came out, and I said, Joe, you <laughs> yeah. have to go see what he did. You have to. <laughs> Ugh. Just every stupid moment. Yeah, every stupid moment with him, like when he fucking uh, it is forgot weird. our names every time. Anchor saying like it's weird that Aaron Moran had conversations with her brother about other guys' dick sizes. Like I've never had a conversation with my sister about anybody she saw's like dick size. That's weird because I've had conversations with your sister about the dick sizes of her partners. Oh yeah, what did she say? Yeah. <laughs> She said, she said that everybody she's been with has a bigger dick than you. <laughs> oh, that's weird that she knows. They're all much bigger than Joe. Wait, yeah. is, she, is she that's older? What, she's older than me. Yeah. So she changed your diaper. She's yeah. a year older than me. I don't think she was jaded by diaper. That's the same size as it was then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that part is right. <laughs> well, it's weird because his dick never grew, but his foreskin did. <laughs> it's only foreskin now. It's all, all he has is foreskin. Oh, fucking, well, yeah, there's fucking Aaron Moran. She's dead. <laughs> I could try to send her off into the wee fields. Can you? I thought we didn't have music. I think I fixed it. I just got to find the wheat field song because it's, it's buried in here now. Did you realize that you weren't pressing play? If only that was the case. Hmm. Uh, well, it was a good idea. I just can't find the song. I don't have it right away. Did uh, did you see the thing with Aaron Hernandez? That he had like um, a gay lover or something? Yeah. And that's why he I, killed uh, the the guy? Adam, do you know anything else about this? You you follow, I think, sports news more than I really do. I, I just heard that there was maybe a gay lover. Um, from what I actually I, haven't read this one. From what I read about it... Um, he apparently we know had, Joe would know anything about a gay lover. He apparently had a gay lover in high school, and um, his uh, buddy there that he killed, the one that he was convicted of, knew about it. Um, and his friend that he killed, he was dating uh, the sister of Aaron Hernandez's fiance, so he didn't want Aaron. Uh, Aaron didn't want his fiance to find out about his like gay lover, so he killed. Um, the guy, and that's what he was convicted of. And supposedly, he left three suicide notes, one for his fiance, one for his daughter, and one for his prison lover uh, in the jail. So, that's all I've heard so far about. So, I'm just looking this up quickly. It says, 
prison inmate lover, Kyle Kennedy, rumored to be Aaron Hernandez's gay prison lover, was saying one of the three suicide notes Aaron left when he killed himself was written for him, and he wants the note. <laughs> yeah, but like Aaron's lawyers have since come out and said the third note wasn't for his prison lover, it was for us, his lawyers. Oh, did they say for his prison lover or did they acknowledge <laughs> that there was a prison lover? No, they're uh, well, they're like the third note was for us. Um, but yeah, pretty much everyone else is saying that it was for his prison lover, which is odd because wasn't he in solitary? Like, how did he get a prison? Yeah, lover? I don't think he was even in prison that long enough to. Well, he's been there since like 2013 or something, right? But he was still like going to trials. Well, yeah, but like when you're not at the courtroom, you're back in prison. The the picture of the so-called prison lover is like, it's this hard-ass white kid with like a flat brim cap, got completely covered in tattoos. tattoos He's yeah. got like face and neck tattoos. What is with face tattoos? He's got the teardrop tattoos. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know why you get a face tattoo. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Are they I, trying to figure out where Dave Harvey's working in the chat? I think if yeah. Dave Harvey were my waiter, I would place my order and I'd be forced to listen to him tell me why my order is wrong <laughs> 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 and how I should have ordered some. <laughs> That's pretty much what Dave would do. It's like, this is oh our special God. tonight and you're ordering something else? Why would you order that? <laughs> I can't believe you'd order the salmon tonight. Like, clearly salmon's out of season. <laughs> you know you're paying more. Wait, hold on. You don't. You're ordering a buffalo chicken pizza? No, fucking pepperoni is the best pizza. <laughs> you shouldn't drink beer oh. with the side of wings. You're ordering a Bud Light. You sure you don't want to make that a Bud Heavy? It's more alcohol and it's the same price. <laughs> oh fuck! That is, that's so Dave. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Um, for some reason they think Dave Dave is a waiter. Well, he great. said he worked at a store. I literally gave out a clue that he worked at. A yeah, store. there's there's no way. I don't think Dave would ever survive one day as a waiter. No, people would ask too much of him. <laughs> the only reason he's working at a store is, I think, because he can literally do things as slow as possible. He's like, yeah. If it was like a a clothing store, like he like hides inside the rack. <laughs> I think he's just going to hide in the well, back room. Here's the, the thing. I kinda, we could actually probably tell the audience like what type of store he's working at. Like That would be broad enough that it wouldn't be a big deal. It's actually not a big deal anyway. I don't think it would matter. Yeah, I think Dave would actually probably say but, if he was here, he would say what it is. If can he I, was here, he'd probably say. Yeah, go for but it. But I, I actually don't. I kind of like the, the audience. Yeah, not knowing. Like They have to just live. All right, I won't guess. Actually, go ahead and guess. My... Immediate guess is liquor store. Yeah, that's an obvious guess, I think. I guess it. Although I like I like Anchor's Radio Shack. <laughs> Dave found like the one remaining Radio Shack. Why All would right. you shop here? Yeah, why would you shop here? This place is closing down. <laughs> why Why would you order your stuff on Amazon? <laughs> you can get these cables Far for better. two bucks. You'd be fired so fast. <laughs> they need to talk to Dave about why his cell phone orders have been really low. That's funny. Oh, shit. Uh, Langel answered me. Oh, did he give you a phone number? Ooh. He did give it to me. Nice. You want nice. To send it to me and I'll try calling it? 
This is where the magic happens, right here on the fly. I don't know if you actually call him. If are Joe and I going to cower while you talk, or should we talk uh, with that's you? Pretty much what's going to happen. Matt's <laughs> going to do the initial talk. I, I will, I'll do the initial talk. <clears throat> I think you'd be happy to hear from us. You think he's going to answer? Uh, I'm just saying, if he does answer, I think he'd be happy to hear from us. What does it come up? Doesn't it come up as like a restricted call if you call from Skype? Does it? I, I don't know. I've never called my number with Skype. All right, let's see. I'm, I'm calling. It might come up as restricted if you call from Skype. Add to group call. <clears throat> oh, man, hung up. Hmm. I'm still here. Oh, you disappeared for a second. I mean, it's calling. It is calling. I don't hear the ringing on my end. I don't either. Oh. Disconnected? I mean, wouldn't it say it's disconnected? I don't know. I just have your face now. I don't have the other. Like, it's split to a three screen. Yeah. Is it still Tony, calling? I'm not available. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's I not available. Right away. Didn't yeah. answer. Try and, try and one more time. Usually, I call back to back. That's def- it's definitely him, though. He did say, like, I'm Tony Barrett. I'm not available. <laughs> Right, back do a, do a, yeah, quick back to back. Maybe he thinks Aaron's calling him from heaven. Oh God! From a restricted number. The anticipation is killing me. I know. Why Tony, it's David Landrell. I'm calling from prison. <laughs> Why is there no ringing? Oh, it's weird. You're always calling Michael Myers. This is Tony. Sorry, I'm not. A- well, well, at least we know the number is still in service. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> Next time we quit the show, yeah, we're calling people randomly. We'll. We just want to let you know we're quitting the show, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Why are you calling?" <laughs> us? Every once in a while, I still text Buddy from since his fail. Does he respond? He does. Oh, that's nice. He just, you know. I like that they give you his actual cell phone number and not, like, the PR office's, like, contact info. Well, because it's them that they call from their cell phones. Like, usually they're on the road. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like I, if I were them, I would have, like, a burner phone that I only use for interviews. It's not like they're huge. Like, if they're massive stars, yeah, you do that. But yeah, when but burner phones are expensive. They, they're probably too much money for how much money they're making, dude. They, they don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Buddy from Since His Fail is not a, a millionaire. He's a household name. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably couldn't name one song by Since His Fail. Uh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. We could call up Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lou, what do you think of... Uh... Scott Bayo and Tony Moran. <laughs> uh, it is always great calling up Blue Frigno. I, I feel like we have to save that for like really special occasions. So he doesn't report us to the police? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've called him from two different numbers. Like We called him from my number. Actually, I think I called him once. 
when I was drunk at like a I wasn't drunk, but I was at a family like Fourth of July party or something. And you just like called him. <laughs> it's funny he hasn't like blocked your number. Right. Something silly. Um. But anyway, yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Um. I wanted to talk to Joe because. So this past Monday, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks did their Hollywood Fantasy League draft. So the, this last season of Holly's Hollywood Fantasy League, we came in second. Um, so we had first overall pick, and I I picked Beauty and the Beast. Um, Wait, you guys, you guys I remember, ended up losing? I thought you were like way ahead. Well, we, we did because, I mean, the, our first pick was a great first pick. I remember being like... I, I was kind of told that was a mistake picking that first, not by anybody any of you guys, but like yeah. I was told that, that Lego Batman would have been. I told you to go uh, with Beauty and the Beast just because. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we yeah. we mutually agreed on Beauty and the Beast. I was like, it's it seems like it's going to be huge. There's a lot of buzz about it, and these live action Disney films are fucking like that's just what Disney's doing now. It's they have yeah. all these properties, and they're just going to make everything live action and make hand over fist. Yeah, of course. You know, dollars, it doesn't even so. really need to be good. Like, as Beauty and the Beast show, like, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's good or bad, but everyone is, like, they did basically a shot-for-shot shot remake, and if everybody loved the original, uh, doing a shot-for-shot shot remake isn't going to do poorly, right? The movie made, uh, in its first weekend and second weekend, $312 million. Yeah. Insanity. Even That's... Like a stupid <laughs> amount of money. Yeah. Its Metacritic was in the high 60s. That's just a stupid, stupid amount of money. So um, anyway, this last Monday, I was really bummed. I really wanted to do the uh, the draft. I was excited for it. Uh, but we had uh, kind of some personal things going on. So I wasn't able to make it. So I reached out to Joe last minute. I was like, Joe, can you step in and, and do the draft for me? I said, like... And all I did is I, I gave him the list of movies uh, that Mike had sent me, and I this said, was like an hour clearly, and a half before the show." <laughs> yeah, I said, "I said clearly, um, we have like if hopefully we get first or second, because if we get first or second like uh, pick, you have to grab Guardians or Spider Man." That's what I told him. Yeah, I was like, "You um, have to the, pick one of those." The real, I felt obvious picks like of the list of movies, like those are going to be right. the two biggest blockbusters. Guardians had to have been. The first overall pick. Right? It was not really. What, <laughs> yeah. what was it picked over? Yeah, it wasn't. We we were number three. So like the second I like found out that we were three, because at that point I was, I was assuming that we were four. I was like, oh, this sucks because, um, you know, like Guardians and Spider Man are going to go, and there's no other movies that really compare to those two, uh, points wise. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the first team did not pick any of those movies. What did they pick? Um, I have I to know what first went over overall Guardians. pick. First overall pick. Movie. Oh, do you have it? Pod cheese. Yeah, I got the whole list here. So first overall pick went to uh, Pod Cheese. The order was Pod Cheese, uh, Benny from Pod Cheese, uh, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks was second, uh, Lotus Cast was third, and Not Safer Water Coolers was fourth. Uh, Pod Cheese, Benny from Pod Cheese picked Despicable Me three. Yeah, that's the first over pick. That's a, that's a good pick, but not over Guardians. No, and I I thought it was like I'm like that's such a weird pick. Like that's for me like a second or third round pick, and 
the way like he was the first one to go and he picks Despicable Me 3 and then everybody congratulates him on what a great pick that was and I'm like that's awful <laughs> but I you know it's but, weird but you don't want to say it because you don't want to give away like which movie you're going to pick immediately right well and it's funny Joe because like I'm I listened to it yeah and like I sent a message to 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 this to Mike and I was like Despicable Me 3 like why would that be the first round pick and every uh, like Mike was telling me he's like that's a good first pick I'm like, yeah, it's a it's a good pick. It's a solid pick. If Guardians and Spider-Man not, weren't there. Yeah, you have to go like Guardians and Spider-Man are are, are they're going to be the biggest films of the summer. Uh all of the money is going to go to those two movies and it's like you can't you shouldn't pass those up especially if you have first round pick and you're not going to get a chance to pick uh until fucking what six more movies are off the plate. Yeah. Like I mean you, as evidenced by the fact that they took Guardians like immediately after that. Like Yeah, I mean Wheel, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks comes up second and Mike's just like obviously we pick Guardians of the Galaxy, which see and here's the uh, so I we pick Spider-Man right after them. And yeah. I I have to I want to talk about this for a second. Why? Um because Mike from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks uh like I, I've been, I was talking to him, and I was like, because I, I was even back and forth, like thinking of this before going into the draft. I was like, all right, well, you have to pick Guardians of the Galaxy because it was such a huge movie the first go around. The second one is going to be it's an obvious first pick. Like it is the number one contender just because of its history. But like, if you really think about it, Spider Man, Spider Man Homecoming. I think is going to be bigger than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like if I still had to choose between the two of them, like if Mike hadn't picked Guardians, I probably still would have picked Spider-Man, honestly. See, I, I think I would have picked Guardians of the Galaxy just because, again, it's kind of the obvious one. Like it's the obvious, yeah, you know. I, I, I get that too. And I looked at last the last time Guardians of the Galaxy came out and only made $100 million on its opening weekend, which granted, nobody knew it then. People know right. it now, so it's probably going to do more than that. Um, but right now it's trending in like the 60s or so, um, Metacritic-wise. Uh, and I thought that Spider-Man, um, yes, it's a little bit more of a risk, but I think the reward is worth it uh, for Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I, and I, I, I was saying this, and, and Mike even said this when I was listening to the to the the, sh- the show, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks, live on Monday nights on strangelabel.com. Uh, I definitely encourage everybody, if you don't listen to the show live, uh, download the podcast. It's one of my favorite. It is my favorite podcast. Um, so he said that, like, don't you think people have Spider-Man fatigue? And no. I'm thinking Spider-Man fatigue. Does that even like, exist? After Civil War, <laughs> yeah. the only thing that people talked about was Spider-Man. Was fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like nobody cared I, I, about the story of Civil War. They only talked about Spider-Man, who's in it for like <laughs> ten minutes. And this this is the order in which people talked about Civil War. One, Spider-Man. Two, Ant-Man turning into Giant-Man. And three, the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that is the order uh, when people are like, oh, yeah, I really liked Civil War. What was your favorite part? Spider-Man. Oh, what was your next favorite part? Oh, that great scene with Giant-Man. Uh, and then, you know, there was the this third thing favorite where, part uh, was where Spider-Man Captain takes America... Down. <laughs> And Captain America and Iron Man, they don't like each other for some reason. 
I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't get the uh, plot <laughs> to the movie, but yeah, I, I, there was something about uh, some guy with a metal arm. He killed somebody. I, I don't know. But did you see Spider Man? Um, you know, did you see Aunt May? And he's closer to how people sort of envision Spider Man, where he he's not emo <laughs> like Andrew Garfield, and he's funnier than Tobey Maguire. Like he's just uh, closer to that image of it. And then the the thing with the suit, when everyone's like saying how great the suit looks. And hot and May, like there's yeah. nothing, like they really have to screw this up for people to be turned off by Spider-Man. So right? every movie so, and May gets more fuckable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is everything that people have been screaming about for years. Like they've wanted a Marvel Spider-Man. That's what we're getting. We're not. We don't have the origin story. We're actually just jumping right in to uh, an original story. We don't have to go back and revisit the whole bite. Plus, it's got, like, Michael him. Keaton as his villain. Like, Vulture actually you're looks getting, really good. Uh, yeah, we're getting a new villain that we haven't dealt with before. We don't yeah. have to see Uncle uh, Ben and, getting killed again. Right. He's already <laughs> Spider-Man. Like, that stuff is behind us. He can just do a Spider-Man story. And cause everybody and, already knows it. And plus, it has uh, Iron Man in the film. So, like... Uh, you know, I, I don't really know where the fatigue comes from because all of the idiots, they don't get fatigued off of... No. Uh, like, they love the nostalgia. I mean, if people are still throwing m- millions of dollars at Transformers every time one of those fucking things comes out, um, granted, they suck, but they still throw their money at it. They're definitely not fatigued by Spider-Man at this point. So did you... Uh... Did you discuss draft strategy beforehand with Joe, or did you trust it? Not all really. All, no. all I he said to Joe was, like, hopefully we get first or second, yeah, that was it. and we get Guardians or Spider-Man. And I was like, the rest of it, dude, like, use your best judgment. And I, and I have to say uh, to you, Joe, um, bravo. I am looking at the draft. I'm yeah. looking at what we have, and I think we, I think we have a winning draft i was actually pretty happy with what we have um by the end of it um there was a couple that i wish i could have swapped out but uh with what sure. we ended up i uh, i was actually pretty happy with so so there's there's one pick in here that i'm like i wish you didn't go with is it done but uh <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> was it snap so so i want to go through this quick with you adam because uh you, you probably don't know so pod cheese draft the despicable me three pirates of the caribbean uh, Captain Underpants. I think Pirates of the Caribbean is a really good pick. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so if you go back and look, this is, there hasn't been a Pirates of the Caribbean in six years. But um, all of them were huge. They weren't that huge for opening weekends. Their Metacritics weren't very high. Um, they would pull in probably a solid 30 points, which is it's good. Like, you know, 30 points is nothing to shy, is shy about because, like, a lot of other movies uh, are question marks. Like, you, like, even this last round we had, like, one of them made no points, and another made like ten points. Uh, so thirty points is like a good, consistent um, film. But yeah, I mean, what do you say, Captain Underpants? And what was the last one? Uh, All eyes on me. Uh, that eyes is, is the Tupac movie. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about that. That that was the very last pick. He got like the very last pick, and like he had a couple. I, I just I. Uh, unless you could get a solid lineup underneath of you, yeah. drafting Despicable Me 3 first and then having those other films uh, underneath of you is just like, you, you didn't. Yeah. Kind of, like, I don't see, I think honestly, 
hearing that draft, I did. Uh, I don't think Podgies is going to last after. Like the, I think it's a one and done for. Pod yeah, Pod. I felt like that I was did. a huge mistake. Like um, not getting um, Guardians or Spider Man first thing off the bat. Like. I was almost upset because I didn't know what I was going to go with if those two were gone. <laughs> like, I did listen to the episode. I didn't remember who picked what, but I do remember Benny talking about how uh, he thought the Tupac one was going to be like huge with black audiences. <laughs> I think he was. Yeah, but the black audiences. Yeah, they don't really like. I mean, they don't like. Uh, didn't they the bring Compton up, straight out of Compton movie? Didn't they bring that up? It, there was like it was the most going to be the most pirated by black people. <laughs> I remember them joking about that. Well, they were saying the wheelbarrow that, full of dicks. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say they were saying that um, how many people actually went out and saw the um, uh, whatever that other movie was. I'm drawing a blank on Compton. Yeah, yeah, Compton. How many people actually went out and saw that, and how many of you actually just pirated it <laughs> to see it? So wheelbarrow full of dicks. Their draft consists of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, obviously, uh, great first draft. It's going to make yeah. a gajillion dollars. It's going to be scored well enough to to get a good amount of points. So great, great first pick. Uh, but then uh, uh, this is where I, I get a little concerned for the team WFOD is the rest of their draft. Uh, they've got Dark Tower, which is a Stephen King film. Dark Tower is a huge question mark to me because I've seen no promotion, no trailer. Um Yes, it's based on a well-known property, but it's niche at best. Uh, niche such a, at best. Yeah. Is that horror? I, I would say that most of the people don't know what Dark Tower is. That's what I'm saying. It's niche at best. I don't know yeah. what it is, so yeah. I automatically question it as a second-round pick. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird to get it in the second round, but they were really excited for it. And then, it, like, I, I've never read a Dark Tower book. Yeah. Uh, I am excited to see the movie just because, like, I know people... Uh, close to me who said oh they're good books so like yeah. I, i'm excited to see the film um, but it's not but yeah, gonna do well like as a film is there what is the most successful stephen king film uh jurassic park like, maybe no that's michael uh, Crichton, that's sorry. Steven spielberg okay. <laughs> uh let me look stephen king film like green mile comes to mind isn't that a stephen king um it the shawshank redemption but I don't think it, it was a television movie, a made-for-television movie. Oh, yeah. Shawshank was a Stephen King adaptation. Shining was, too. Shining, Stand By Me, Pet Cemetery, Thinner. I think going beyond Shawshank and Shining is uh, getting questionable. Yeah. like oh, Green Mile, too. That was. Yeah, I think Green Mile, I know, was kind of critically acclaimed. I don't know how much money it made, but... Yeah, so, like, beyond that, like, it's sort of a question mark... Um, I thought it was weird to get it as a second round. I, but they were really excited about it. But a lot of the the other teams were doing these kinds of picks, and I'm like, why would you pick this movie in general? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So so the the other two picks. Um, <laughs> Number three, I was just like, seriously, <laughs> for WFOD Baywatch. Baywatch. They were excited to get Baywatch. That I. That's not going to do well. Let's get the I, rock I think in Baywatch it. might put up uh, like neighbors numbers. Yeah, like, like neighbors one and two. It's probably going to do. Uh, what did they get? Like fifteen, twenty points. But I can't imagine. Like, yeah, The Rock has the drawing power. He's the biggest star um, in Hollywood right now. Yeah, but like, people enjoyed Baywatch for a certain reason, and it wasn't a buff action hero. 
it, it wasn't a buff action hero, and for the reasons that people enjoyed Baywatch back when Baywatch was at its top popularity, are the reason why people shun things now. Yeah, exactly. Like sexism, the whole thing. You know, that's critics will slam it. Like it's like when you go to a movie. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, and you get the audience score versus the uh, the critic score, and like Ghostbusters, right? With the the female <laughs> Ghostbusters, right? Critically, people really high score. Wait, critically no, it was high like and the, people hated it. I thought it was yeah, critically yeah. low and people go, loved go it. Go to Rotten Tomatoes right now and pull up Ghostbusters. People hated it, and the critics gave it a higher score because people. I thought it was the other way. Are like, yeah, that. Ghostbusters. They're like we we'd give Baywatch a higher score if the lifeguards were Melissa McCarthy and Rebel Wilson. <laughs> exactly. Seventy three percent. Yeah, and then audience score is fifty three percent. Right. But that's what you notice. Like, yeah. Uh, there's a movie. There's a horror movie. Look up. Uh, look up the Babadook. Like the Babadook is the same way. Like the Babadook. Critically, people were going crazy about, but the audience score is dog shit. Uh, well, it's not dog shit. It's seventy two percent, and critically, it's ninety eight percent. Right. So critically, the, because the critics have the agenda, they're the ones that are like, "Oh, it's got the female director. Oh, it's got the female cast: Melissa McCarthy and and the 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 black girl, Leslie Jones. Like it's got it's got this, and this is we have to make this our agenda." Where the audience is going to it, and they're like, eh, "This is this is not good. This is just really not good." Yeah. So media you kind of see the agenda. Media with an agenda, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think Baywatch might might get a better like audience score than a critic score, but the critics will probably shit on Baywatch because of the sexism. Is it a comedy? It's, it is yeah, a comedy, it's a, yes. like an action comedy, but like. But you also know that critics can't they can't review a movie based on what it is. Like they can't say, "Oh, this is a comedy. I'm going to review it as a comedy," or "This is a horror movie. I'm going to review it as a horror movie." It's you know we have to really dive into this and say, "Well, I mean, this doesn't fit into my politics." So, so what was their final pick? Their final uh, pick was Valerian. Valerian. Yeah, which um, I don't get me wrong. I want to see Valerian. I can't but wait I have, to see Valerian. But I have no. Uh, I know it's not going to do well, like critically or money wise. If you're wondering what Valerian is, it's the guy who made the Fifth Element. Yeah, um, and everybody loves the Fifth so Element, it, but it took a. Long, I love the Fifth Element. Yeah, but it wasn't like. But it's more a of a breakout cult hit. favorite. Yeah, it's a cult yeah. favorite. It wasn't a breakout hit, and. Um, you know, they advertised Lucy when that came out as from the creator of the Fifth Element, and it that didn't do like crazy numbers either. I liked so. Lucy. Like I thought Lucy was a fun movie up until the end when it got really fucking weird. Yeah, it was a fun um, movie up until a point, and then you're like, okay, well, the, this is a weird movie. When when does right. that when does Valerian come out? Uh, July or June? No, July. Dude, was, I, I can't wait to see it. Like I, yeah. I feel like that's going to be a movie that I want to go see in theaters. Um. Well, Game of Thrones. But, Game of Thrones is on in July. Maybe you're talking about Valyrian steel. Well, that's what people were saying. So, <laughs> <laughs> King Arthur is uh, coming out. I think this coming month, but nobody picked it, and people were like, "Oh, are you sure?" People maybe are you know getting tired of waiting for uh, Game of Thrones. They'll want to hop into uh, 
King Arthur, but yeah, everybody avoided I think King Arthur. They were right to not pick that. Like the story of King Arthur's been done a million times. Yeah, but now this is Guy Ritchie's version of it. <laughs> but nobody. Dude, cares. I, yeah. I, what was funny is I think somebody was like, uh, like King Arthur. Who the fuck is King Arthur? And it is true. <laughs> I don't think any kids know who the fuck King Arthur is. Uh, I mean, dude, fucking who gives a fuck? None of those movies do very well. Those old, uh, fucking medieval films Those like they just medieval epics so mike yeah they do really bad wfod is gonna have the same issue that we have is in that a couple of their movies come out like um the week after the next so uh three of our picks come out like consecutive weeks which kind of sucks um but i think do think that they're all gonna do um a lot of money it's just gonna be yeah. a busy month i, I mean wfod has a lineup i feel like we did this this last round like yeah. they have the really solid pick the first really round pick, pick and then three shit that's gonna carry them and then the others are gonna just throw points up uh and they're they're kind of risky so moving on from there I'm, I'm gonna give ours last uh but moving on from there not safe for water coolers has their first round pick which was cars three and granted, um, they were they were number four on picks, so they got four and five. They were number four, so they got to snake back and forth. Yeah. I would have picked Wonder Woman over Cars three. I would have too. Uh, but the fact that they did Cars three and then Wonder Woman, it doesn't matter yeah. because they're the fourth snake. Um, Cars three uh, being, I think, uh, the only uh, Pixar Disney Pixar film of the summer. Um, I I don't know. Cars two was dog shit. Like. Uh, it, it did not do well. I, I don't. Re- I think it did well financially. I think the Metacritic on it was really bad. Don't kids um, love cars? The Cars franchise? No, no, the kids love Cars. Right. And the Cars. The I think the first Cars movie is actually a good movie. I think Cars Two, critically, was a was a bad movie. What's the Metacritic on Cars Two? That's the one where they went to Japan. I haven't I seen any of the Cars. I have no idea. Yeah, it was a really really bad. Cars 2, Ricing Out. Cars 2, Tokyo Drift? Yes, Cars Uh, 2, Tokyo Drift. It is 57. 57. That's bad. It's it's pretty bad. And I I don't know... I mean, we'll see. It it is a kid's movie. People, The kids love the cards movies. That's why the parents will drag them out. I did look at this as a potential pick um, before the show, but it's 52 and their opening weekend... Um, only pulled in sixty six million, so that's thirty points. It's a solid thirty points. It's not a bad pick. I don't know that it's number one, but um, regardless, it, it didn't matter. So, got, so Wonder Woman, um, you think Wonder think Woman will do great, that good? See, here's I the think thing. Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, let me. Uh, okay, this is what I my thoughts on Wonder Woman. Okay, I think Wonder Woman actually might be the first decent. DC movie. I think it'll be right. average at best, but because it's female, a female lead, I think you're going to get that critic score that is going to shoot it up. I think the people that go to see Ghostbusters, the people that see these other movies, these critics, are going to fire this movie straight to the top critically. Um, and then because it's a DC movie, DC movies always make a good amount of money. So I think it's a success. It, it is a successful film. I was a little bit on the fence with it just because, yes, it's going to be a success. They're going to make all their money back. Um, it's not going to pull in as much money as, say, Man of Steel or, or Justice right. League. 
um, but it's still probably going to make six to seven hundred million. Uh, the problem is, I it would probably make that in the long run. I don't know that it's going to be front loaded like for this competition uh, into opening weekend. Um, and it's the only one of the DC movies where, when I saw the trailer, I didn't think this is going to be terrible. I right. I really hope Wonder Woman is a great movie. If only because if it's not good, we're gonna have to have the whole Ghostbusters argument again. Yeah, we need to make like one good female-led yeah. movie so that we don't have that argument. Yeah, people saying it's just I, good I, because it's a female. And yeah. Like I really, I think it, I I think you're gonna get an average movie. I think you're gonna go into. I think we're gonna go into this movie and we're gonna be like that movie was all right. Yeah, we're not. I think the audience. I think the audience is gonna be like. Yeah, you know what? It, that's that was yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was not a bad movie. Um, I just I think the critics are going to be the one that shoot it over the top. Like it'll be like seventy percent, you know, seventy five percent. I have a feeling that it's going to be like fifty Metacritic or lower, and then it's just going to be like you said, just an oh. average movie. I'm, I must I say, think, I, I think your reasoning is sound. Like what? Did, I like your reasoning. What did Justice League end up at? Or, or look, up, look up Batman v Superman. It wasn't good. It got, like look at the. Uh, it got a forty-four Metacritic. Oof. What's the Rotten Tomatoes on it? The audience versus the uh, critic. But its opening weekend was one hundred and sixty-six million. So that's oh, it like, made fucking shit tons of money. Yeah, that's still like seventy points. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes on Batman v Superman. Uh, let's see. It was twenty eight percent Rotten Tomato, and then sixty three percent audio score, audience score. Wait, what? What was it again? Twenty eight percent on the tomato meter, and then sixty three percent for the audience score. Yeah, lots of fanboys. Yeah, the the critics hated it because it was a bunch of white guys. I mean, well, also uh, it was terrible. Yeah, you moving to, on. Say that <laughs> you don't have to be a critic to understand that it was terrible. No, it was a it was a bad movie. I would have given it a fucking like ten percent, but yeah. I I could see why Waterheads liked it. Um, next on not safe for water coolers list. What not not safe for water coolers? Despite being a fourth round pick, yeah, they made the best of a came bad out with a good a situation. Good yeah, uh, they they've got Transformers, um, which again is going to make gobs of money. What was the last Transformers Metacritic? Uh, uh let me pull it up. Yeah, you, you go ahead and look it up. Uh, Transformers was their third pick. It's going to make gobs of money. It's going to be terribly reviewed. There, there's no way it could be a good movie. Uh, and then their fourth then final pick. It was a 32 um, Metacritic for the last one. and then But it made um, $100 million for opening weekend. Yeah. So it's, it's at least a good 30 points you're going to be getting. Alien was their final pick, which Alien... Um, it's Alien? kind of a risky pick, I think, because yeah. it's questionable. I, I, the last, the last three Alien movies have were terrible. Like Prometheus was bad, Alien Four was bad, and Alien Three is is not a great movie. Like those are, they've had a lot of duds. Alien versus Predator One and Two are bad movies. Um, like they they're really gonna have to do a lot to redeem themselves. And I guess you're looking at an R-rated horror film in summertime, so. I just can't see it making a ton of money. It's um, um, the last one for Prometheus. It's Metacritic was um, 65. 
and it made um, fifty-one million opening weekend. Yeah. So I don't. I, yeah, I, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna probably get about the same. Like you're probably right. gonna get maybe a seventy percent Metacritic. But maybe. S- yeah, but like seventy of a fifty million weekend is a good thirty to forty points. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a yeah. good fourth round pick. I'm trying um, to say I don't I don't think Water Coolers has a winning lineup. I think they uh, they have a good shot at. I think it's decent. So, I don't yeah. think they'll win. I don't. There's no big blockbusters for them. So like they have you know a good amount of points. Even if they got thirty a piece, that's only 120 points, and one of the big blockbusters could get that on their own. Yeah, honestly, for fourth round, for for being pick fourth round, and you're not going to grab Spider Man or Guardians. Um, I think it's a solid. It's like, yeah. All right, I'm not going to lose this, and I could get enough points that, um, you know, potentially catch up. They picked a lot uh, of solid it, performers, and I think it. They won't get in first place, but they'll get definitely uh, second or third. It's not gonna. They're not gonna be in. So last you guys want to, Adam? You want to hear the first round? Uh, the fir- the winner. You want to hear the winner? Well, I already know you picked Spider Man oh. first. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming, and I think we've already discussed that, I, I think is going to beat the... I, I told I, I told Mike, I was like, dude, I'll bet you fucking $20 that it beats Guardian. Uh, I'm that confident. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited about it. I, he wouldn't take the bet, but I wish that somebody would take the bet. I Like I said, like if Guardians was still available I to me, I think I still would have picked Spider-Man. Um, our second round pick went to Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, great pick, Joe. Honestly, second round. Yeah. Uh, the movie itself, uh, the the Planet of the Apes movies have been doing really well, critically and and yeah, financially. They all made uh, over a hundred million their opening weekend, and they were in the seventies for Metacritic's. Wow, so, I didn't yeah. know they did that well. Yeah, dude, those movies are great. Like, if you honestly like, if you haven't watched them, or if you if you've never watched them. Um, just go back and watch them. Like they're they're really good movies. I've only seen the previews uh, just because they look kind of silly. I haven't watched them, dude. I'm telling you, I actually dude, check watch watch them. I hadn't they're, seen they're, them either, but like um, when I was doing a little bit of research before the show, uh, I was amazed at how well the other ones did. So, yeah, they're, they're really entertaining films. Um, uh, then probably I would say I was really shocked that this one went. Stayed around to the third round pick for us. Um, they thought it was a silly pick. They really did. Yeah. Like if you listen to that episode, they thought that this pick was was silly. They thought this would um, lose it for us. And I'm like, well, we have Spider Man, so we're not going to lose. Dude, you got made of. You got made fun of. I for know. Picking this. I know. And, and I, I I was like, how I don't know how you could sleep on Dunkirk. Yeah. I uh, thought it was it's like a Christopher Nolan film. The thing it's was, a war epic. Yeah, I was I was kind of gaming it a little bit because I'm like I think it I thought it was going to go in the second round, and then when it was still available in the third round, I was like I can't not take this now. Like it's 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 I would say it's kind of a risk, but but yeah, not but really. Like it's, it's a little bit of an unknown. Like people don't know um, too much about the story, but yeah, like it's Chris Nolan. He's doing a fucking IMAX presentation of it like he shot the whole thing in imax cameras right um, and it's a it's a war epic like yeah. the trailer if there's looks anything intense. that american sniper and uh, like hacksaw ridge and what was that mark Walton, the lone soldier like yeah. if there's anything that those movies have taught us it's that 
the fucking these people, the middle of the country, throws their entire wallets at these fucking movies. Yeah, or even like a, a the possibility of like a Saving Private Ryan type movie. Yeah, dude, like that's that's what this is. And how many of Chris and, Nolan's and Chris Nolan's movies have gone on to like get Oscars? Like, it's just it's insane. Like, I I felt weird like when everybody was like, "That's such a dumb pick." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because you, you guys Chris- are the ones picking like Cars Three and Despicable Me Three as your first round picks. <laughs> Do you think Christopher Nolan was like, uh, "I really should get a World War Two epic under my belt"? <laughs> what else is it, though? And it looks amazing. Like yeah. if you watch the trailer, like I know that Mike said it was kind of a bummer, and it does look like a bummer. Well, yeah, but but it's it's like none of the other movies were like lighthearted romps. No, like it's a war movie, and and and. Like, all the veterans are going to go out, and their families are going to go out, and they're going to stand up and applaud at the end of it. Everyone um, with a family member in the military. Yeah. That is a good pick. Every single fucking one. Of, dude, Dunkirk. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, honestly, Dunkirk outperforms Planet of the Apes. And, and like, all of the other second-rounder picks. Like, uh, Pirates, Dark Tower, Wonder Woman. I would not be surprised if it outperforms all of them. The only thing I was a little wary of... Um, is just that Spider-Man comes out the first week of July, and then the next weekend it's Planet of the Apes, and then the weekend after that is Dunkirk. Like, I didn't like that all of our movies were sort of in competition with each other. But beyond that, I was like, these are all going to do a ton of money. And then the movie that I wish you hadn't picked. There wasn't a lot of options left. I was second to last. Uh, no, uh, third to last. There weren't up no. Snatched. Snatched with Amy Schumer. What? You picked an Amy Schumer movie? <laughs> there, let me tell you what was left. Because there, there there wasn't a lot of good options. It was like King Arthur, um, Valyrian. Uh, so see. your pick was before WFOD picked that? Yeah. So I, I would have grabbed Valyrian. Over after Snatch. Valyrian, um, after I picked uh, uh, Snatched, he went with Valyrian. But uh, I, Valyrian's it's, it's such a thing. niche it, thing. And I know, like... I was sort of can I, betting. Can I see the list? It, all I have is this message that Matt sent me. Um, like there wasn't much left. It was like Mummy was left, King Arthur. Oh, I think the Mummy. Valerian. A lot of people were shitting on the Mummy. Like in the in the, I think the Mummy might do. Yeah, but I looked, pretty well. It, I, it's question mark because I looked at a bunch of Tom Cruise's previous movies and they don't launch that well like their opening weekend numbers aren't great they're 20 to 30 million right. it's got to do better than snatched. that that movie the house with amy poehler and will ferrell that could be i didn't know anything about it so i kind of avoided but yeah that one was available that's a good comedy i, I get though. why you I, I get why you did it like i really do i think train wreck did pretty well amy yeah. schumer is still she's I, polarizing I, it's gonna... but i know she's gonna get enough to make it worth it the thing is 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 amy schumer is gonna get the critics on her side um, they're definitely on her side. Goldie Hawn, I, I don't really know what's going to go on there with her being in this film. I actually um, happened to see the trailer uh, when I saw Fast and the Furious with Dave like uh, for Snatched, and besides the fact that it's so ridiculous in the sense that Amy Schumer's on vacation with her mom, Goldie Hawn, and then they both get kidnapped to be in a sex ring. Like, <laughs> like there's a guy who picks her up at the bar who she thinks is so hot, uh, but really, he just wants to kidnap them to be in their to be in his sex ring. Like it's it was ridiculous. The whole premise is ridiculous. So it it, it might do okay. I I think though this film is where we see 
the fall like Amy Schumer's most recent special, the leather special. I think it was kind of like the, the special point. that was like, yeah, like we've and I think hit this peak movie, Amy Schumer. Like we're oversaturated on her. Yeah, I think where it, where Amy Schumer was like kind of on that balancing beam of like, because uh, I remember liking the first season of her show. Right. And I was kind of like, yeah, that's a good show. And Amy Schumer's a funny girl. Like, I was on her side. And then after that, she started going to this territory where it was like, okay, you're getting obnoxious, but everybody loves you. You did train wreck. You were the worst part of the movie, but everything else was good. Uh. <laughs> uh, and now we're we're like we the leather special hit, and we are in a fucking yeah. If you want to say a fatigue about anything, there's an Amy Schumer fatigue, and it's happening right now. I wasn't thrilled to pick it. I just felt like it would do better than Valerian or King. I, I know or why the you mummy. did it. I don't um, know that I would have done it out of principle. Like I probably would have picked the Mummy or one of the other ones just because I, I just I hate it so much. <laughs> But I know why you did it. But I didn't. I so. didn't hate Trainwreck, and it did well enough that Trainwreck it was... again. Trainwreck, great movie. It really is. Colin Quinn, fucking awesome. John yeah, Cena is great. Bill awesome. Hader's amazing. But Amy LeBron Schumer. James is phenomenal. But I felt like if they could bring any of the magic of Trainwreck to this movie, um, maybe it would but, carry over. Of course, but they don't have John Cena. They don't have LeBron James. Well, I mean, we don't know. They just didn't make it in the trailer. It's it's her and Goldie Hawn. They have Goldie Hawn. Yeah, but Goldie Hawn hasn't been in a movie for like 17 years. It's okay. How old is Nobody she? Nobody gives a fuck. Um, she's got to be in her 70s at this point. Really? I was thinking like 80s. Dude, most of the people probably thought she was dead. Who's her daughter again? Didn't she have a... Kate Hudson. Yeah, that's right. Kate Hudson. Um, so... There's the draft. I, I really, I'm, I'm really super happy about our. I was our, happy with our picks. Yeah, yeah, by the end of it, um, you did a good job, Joe. Thanks. Uh, but honestly, I could have picked Spider-Man and then three shit films, and we would have won still. <laughs> so, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh well, I mean, WFOD basically did that with Guardians and then three terrible films. So, I don't know that they did terrible films. I just they're they're risks for sure. Yeah, I mean. Baywatch and Dark Tower, I felt like were huge risks, and Valerian, I have a feeling, will just be like fifteen points. They are the defending champs. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess part of that's our own fault um, because uh, we basically just had we banked on Beauty and the Beast um, and Smurfs. I think really let us down. <laughs> yeah, it, it did, but I think Smurfs was like my fourth round pick. What, what was the other ones? It was uh, Lost City of Z and, and something else? Lost City of Z. Um, the Lost City of Z. I forget the other one. But um, either way, like it didn't do well. Um, whatever our fourth or third one. Well, was. Lost City of Z was a fucking dud. Yeah. It didn't. Like, you said like, it didn't open everywhere. Like it only opened on like 500 screens. They, or something. They, it, it, we got fucked on the opening. What saved us on that draft, like going back on that last draft, um, is we were able to grab Beauty and the Beast, which was great. Oh, Triple X was our other movie. Oh, yeah, Triple X didn't perform that well. No, it didn't. Um, I watched it. It wasn't that good. What What really saved us... Uh, well, it didn't save us. I mean, it saved us as Beauty and the Beast. Like Nobody was going to be able to beat us with Beauty and the Beast. Oh, well, I mean, WFOD beat us, but... I don't know why. Passers-by, their first-round pick went to a dog's purpose. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was the dumbest pick. I did think it was funny though. Like Lost City of Z actually had a good Metacritic. It was wait, like, wait, quote man on that. Nobody will be able to beat us with Beauty and the Beast. Well, WFOD beat us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The rest of our draft was was really rough. Lost City of Z had like a good Metacritic. It's like seventy something, but it made no money because they didn't they didn't open it up everywhere or promote it. That that was the crazy thing because I think we had first overall in that draft, and we picked Beauty and the Beast. And I want to say WFOD was fourth. They, they, uh, they were, were third or fourth. Oh, well, I did say yeah, that they, they, got, they got Fate of the Furious on the second round. Like, why wasn't that yeah, a first-round pick? It was stupid, because Dog's Purpose went, and John Wick 2 went, which are both... Yeah, but John Wick 2 uh, is not a blockbuster, by any means. A Dog's Purpose goes... Third or fourth round. Did they not Sorry. understand the rules of the game? <laughs> John Wick 2 does not go first round. No, that's like a third round pick. Maybe. Like, Logan goes before John Wick 2. Yeah. And Logan like that first, somebody's that, second round, that too. Draft, that draft should have been, uh, like, us at Beauty and the Beast, which is what we would have picked. Then Lego Batman should have gone. Then Logan should have gone. Then Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Then you get the John Wick 2s and the Dog's Purpose and Power Rangers and all the other bullshit. That was stupid. Yeah, well... Anyway. <laughs> Happy that they we... Ended up with, they, they ended up with Lego Batman, Fate of the Furious, uh, King Kong, and uh, the fuck movie. The fuck movie? Fifty Shades of Fuck. Oh, all I mean, all of those are probably solid performers, except for Fifty, Sa- 50 Shades. Anyway, if anybody wants to take me up on my twenty dollars bet, I mean, I think it's a bad bet for anybody else. But I almost want to because I think Guardians will do better, but I don't want to lose twenty bucks if I'm wrong. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Come on. Guardians is not going to do better. Um, it, they it might make more money. I I feel like that's possible, but it, I don't think it'll beat it in terms of points. All right. Wait. So what are we going by? Um, oh, uh, I'm I'm going by I'm going by what is going to outperform in Hollywood Fantasy League. So Metacritic and opening weekend. Yep. Oh, that's the me- metric. Well, All it's right. uh, two opening weekends, not uh, two the two weeks. Yeah, you get opening weekend through the second weekend. Twenty dollar bet. Twenty dollar bet. All right. I'll take you up. I think Guardians will outperform. The good news is, Adam, if you lose, uh, you have to wait a month before Matt comes down here (laughs) to pay him. You have to wait until Joe comes up. Can I? Uh, Or you could. Well, you you could also. Do you want cash or my ties? (laughs) uh, You could link your uh, bank account to Facebook Cash, and I could send you money that way. (laughs) If you lose, you can just give me twenty bucks, and I'll give it to Matt. (laughs) That works too. Or I'll just say that you didn't give me any money. Are we done here? I think so. Are you done? That was a good show. I was happy with tonight's show. Tonight's a good show. Yeah, I like uh, talking about movies. Let's, let's do some final thoughts. Adam, go ahead, buddy. So have you guys been uh, listing your nine concerts and one fake concert on Facebook? No, what was it? I've only <laughs> seen this today. What is it about? 
Uh, people list ten concerts they've been to, but one of them is fake, and people have to guess Why which concert they have. Would been. anybody care about that? I think it's fun. I could give it, a it, fuck. I know you could give a fuck, but it's people talking about music that like they are they really wouldn't. talking about music or are they talking about you being an idiot like if you list 10 no, bands that you would yeah. go to it's like a fun oh hey i don't even remember i went to see new kids on the block but i was a kid so oh that's definitely fake adam you would never go to see new kids what? on the block like <laughs> who cares i don't care if you saw Nobody it care, but i mean it's it's a fun thing like it's not fun. i don't it get why sound people, fun. but the only thing more annoying than that is the people saying oh nobody gives a fuck what m- concert you've been to well, uh, no, I, like, I don't give about. a fuck. It's not fun to... Uh, people aren't talking about the concert. It's more like, I don't see a, a, a universe where you would ever go to, like, a Pantera concert. Can I can I just tell you where, where I'm at with all of this? I don't give a fuck what concerts you've been to. I also don't give a fuck that you don't give a fuck that I give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, do you I, give I, a fuck I, that I don't give a fuck that you don't give a fuck? I don't. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck about any of it. Like, I don't give a fuck about your concerts. I don't care why you're lying to me about one of them. I don't know why that has to be. Why don't you just name nine concerts that you've been to? Yeah. Why does one of them have to be a lie? I don't understand it. Yeah, why Doesn't can't make you just any talk about the nine concerts you've been to if you want to talk about Because music. it draws in more comments to your post. Like, people wouldn't... Uh, yeah, that's... It's, that, that's the... Okay, that's the insincere <laughs> stupidity of it all. But I don't care. Like, I just, I don't give a fuck about any of it. I don't care to complain about it, really. I complain <laughs> to it. You know who I complain to? I, I complain about it to my wife. And that was it. And that was only because I think I was sitting in bed. I was like, the fuck is going on with these nine concerts and one's a lie thing? She was like, yeah, everybody's doing it. I'm like, it's bullshit. And that was it. That's where it ended. And then you brought it up, and now I'm complaining about it. You know, it would take but, me more time to figure out what nine concerts I had actually gone to. Just like I, I'm, I don't know enough people to go to nine concerts. Honestly, I've probably gone to more concerts with Matt and Dave than I have with anybody else. And they're they're all like basement shows. <laughs> I mean, a lot well, of them were at show was an awesome show. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Uh, a lot of them were at the House of Blues in Boston. So huh. that was a good time. Fuck it. Oh, dude, it, Joe just never experienced it before. Can you imagine being in your 30s and never going to a basement show? I wasn't 30 then, was I? Well, one other yes, thing I wanted, I wanted to mention. Have You've you guys... been in your 30s since I've known you. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Are you guys watching the new season of Fargo? Yeah, I watched no. the first episode. Is night. it good? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, dude, it's so good. That, that, that show's amazing. I'll have to watch it tonight. Really good episode. I, I, can't, uh, we, I was going to watch the second episode. I'll, I'll watch the second episode tomorrow. It's a really great show. Joe hasn't watched Fargo the movie. Um... He hasn't watched Fargo the series. I need to bring that up. (laughs) I just... uh, At this point, Joe, you think you should just open up your veins? I think I was talking to Joe about the second season, and they had that UFO that was just never explained or mentioned again. I don't know why. I I forget where I was. Somebody was complaining about that. They were like, oh, they had this UFO. It didn't do anything. I'm like... Well, I told you about that over the weekend. Uh, Noah Hawley was on a... Jimmy Kimmel talking about Legion, and he brought up that and asked him about the UFO, and he's just like, I don't know, we just threw it in. (laughs) Fargo just seems like they're having fun. Like, it's a really good riveting story, but they're having fun around it. Can't believe you haven't seen Fargo the movie. 
I don't know. It had some lady with a weird accent, and there was something about shredding bodies. I was just like, eh, I'll pass. Something about shredding bodies. The end of the movie. Yeah, I think it was in the trailer or something. It wasn't. Oh. Well, I don't know how I saw, uh, found out about that part, because I haven't seen the movie, because I, I saw or heard about that, uh, and I was just like, Miserable. eh, I'll pass. Miserable. One of the greatest movies. I mean, that's not what I've heard. People say that about like Schindler's List or something. And I loved Billy Bob in the first season. Oh, Billy Bob was great. The, and Martin Freeman. Yeah, both of them. Oh, that first that first season was phenomenal. Like that. Uh, whoever I can, I don't know her name, but that that actress that played the lead cop. Uh, she was really good too. A lot the whole of, se- that season was really good. A few of the uh, actresses from season two were. Where uh, in Legion, the old woman who runs the crime family and her daughter are mutants. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That crime family was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking Indian? Dude, he was so badass. The that Indian. second season was great. Yeah, the Indian. Remember the Indian? Yeah, I love how they just called him the Indian. And he was like... The Indian. He got more and more disrespected by it. <laughs> I know. He just finally had enough. Oh, such a great show! This, yeah, the fir- the opening episode was really good. Uh, I was really into it. I can't wait to see the second one. Joe, final thoughts? Um, I was saying to Adam before the show that I just recently rewatched uh, Jessica Jones, and I forgot how good the series re-watched was. It? Yeah, because um, uh, what's it called? Defenders is coming out in um in August. I can't imagine the life that you live. Like why? I, I mean, Jessica Jones is, is fine. Like, it was a good series. It's fine. Sure. But, like, that you take the time to rewatch yeah. all of this and avoid so much of the other greatness that's out there. I watch a ton of TV shows. A ton. Could you imagine watching Tootsie again <laughs> yes. and not watching a movie like Fargo? Yes, I could imagine that right Adam, now. Is, is, I'm asking I Adam. I <laughs> imagine doing that right now, honestly. I'd be like, oh, Tootsie's on TV? All right, I'll watch Tootsie. I would never be like, oh, Fargo's on TV? I guess I'll stay and watch You know this. what I haven't seen? I haven't seen There Will Be Blood. But guess what? I could watch Mon- or, yeah, Monster-in-Law again. I Well, I haven't seen Monster-in-Law. But How many, how many times have you watched Star Trek? Which The TV show or the movies? Any of them. Well, you've probably gone through and watched them three or four times. The TV show or Based. the movies? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's the same answer for both. I don't know, probably like a hundred times. <laughs> but that was a different time in the 90s. Like, you didn't have access to all this peak TV. But uh, you do now, and you're rewatching. watching I'm overwhelmed with how many things I have to watch. You, I watch plenty of stuff that you don't watch. Dude, we made you a fucking list. <laughs> you never gave me the list. You kept it and then laughed at it every time one of them but came you up. you know what you haven't seen. Yeah. I watch plenty of stuff that nobody else watches. And you guys, and yeah, I tell you it's good. No, and I tell you it's good, and then you just said, oh, Joe just has dumb recommendations, so then you don't watch it. But you're missing out on a lot of good stuff, sir. I don't think I've ever rewatched anything. Like, I watch something once, and then I'm like, there's always something yeah, like, new to watch. I picked up on a lot of stuff that I didn't catch the first time around, or that maybe yeah, I wasn't paying attention watch to. It, you watch something maybe once or twice, and that's this is fine. the second time I've seen it, so I don't know why you're freaking out but about it. But it's not like, if I'm going through and I'm like, wow, you know what, I haven't seen Gangs of New York, 
I haven't seen Captain uh, America. Let me, let me go rewatch some Golden Girls. I, first off, have not seen all of the Golden Girls, so that would be new content for me. Although I have to give Joe a break because there's so much to watch on Netflix, and I started like rewatching uh, the original Power Rangers a couple weeks ago, and it's definitely it's a hundred times worse than I remember it as a kid. I mean, oh, it's not good. It's overwhelming how many stuff that you have to watch because by the time you're done watching a series, another one comes out on Netflix, and then they're all like ravely reviewed, and you're like, Ugh, when am I going to have time to watch this? Like, you know how many blogs I read right now? Like, there's just a raving about Thirteen Reasons Why, and I haven't had time to get to it yet. You like familiarity. No, it's just like I, I like watching. Um, I, I watched, rewatched Daredevil, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll redo Jessica Jones. And I picked up on a lot of stuff that I didn't get the first time around or that I wasn't paying attention to. Um, and it just it reminded me how good of a series it was. And it came out two years ago. Like, it, I didn't realize it had been that long. So I don't know. I didn't think it was a I, like you said. You only rewatched something once or twice. I, this is the second time I saw it, so I was I was happy to watch it. I enjoyed it, and now I'm done with it. Final thought, Matt. Go watch Fargo. You fucking asshole. <laughs> the movie or the TV show? <laughs> All of it. I don't have either, but uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Ish. Please, please go. Will watch you watch Fargo. Riverdale if I watch uh, Fargo? Busy watching Fargo right now. Yeah, but it, you're watch, waiting for new episodes, and that's next week. Will you watch the 100 if I watch Fargo? No, I tried the 100. That's you not tried good. two episodes, and it gets so much better after that. It doesn't. It really does. It's another one of those. No, it doesn't. It's like Vampire Diaries. No, it's not like Vampire Diaries. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. They're See, all the same thing, just reskinned. It's not. It's not. It's all perfectly jawed fuckheads. Well, yeah, but that's just the CW. They just hire beautiful people. How many seasons is my final on thought? That? Four. My final thought for the evening is, uh, um, so it's been a a really odd uh, weekend. Um, we were really excited. We were we were uh, we were gonna get a dog, and the dog died. I did hear so that was kind of sad. I did see the post, but it wasn't like it didn't mention her name at all. I was like, "Is this the dog?" And then yeah. I assumed it was. So, so we were really excited, and we were really invested in this puppy. And then on Monday, um, the uh, she was really ill, and she had this really rare disease. We had to put her down. We didn't have to. My sister had to go through all the heartache. But then at the same time, um. We have like this this family drama, which is just going like completely crazy. And there's like there's divorce and secret lesbian lovers, and it's the most crazy tangled web. I don't think I heard about the part with the crazy lesbian lover. I didn't know. I didn't know about it till Monday. I didn't know well, about it's any like Thursday. I, I didn't know about all the deep shit until Monday. Well, it's Thursday. Oh. So. I'll give you all the scoop this weekend. All right. But there's some crazy shit going on right now uh, in in the family life. So, Are you uh, happy, or has it been a good week without the kids? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, Rochelle is, like, she's, she's really sad and kind of in a, a depressed state because the kids are gone. Um, 
Like I, I miss them. I really do. Uh, but I, I have a different outlook on it all. Like I'm happy that they're, you know, independent and like I always get excited when they're like little people and they do little people things. Um, Caverly, uh, you know, she kind of shows that she's growing up and it, it tugs at the heartstrings. Like she's sending me messages like, oh, I really miss you. And like just sending me really funny. She's just so funny. And uh, like, you know how you send, the, like she's got Snapchat on her phone or, or well, her iPod rather. And uh, you know how like we do the stickers and things? Yeah. So she does that. Like she's she's got a sticker of Rochelle, that she sent it to me, and then I sent her my sticker of Rochelle, and she wrote back LOL, which was really weird. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's just weird, you know. It's like fucking. Do you think she was actually laughing out loud though? No, I was just doing it, just like everything did. Then she sent me this really like really sweet message that was like, "Oh, you really make me laugh, and I love you," and it's just. Like, oh god, that's really emotional. What if you found out later it was one of the other relatives that just had her iPod? And was sending you those messages. (laughs) You don't think she's Snapchatting any boys, do you? No. I've been getting some snaps from her. Yeah, that's true. She (laughs) snaps Joe. But we all know that's harmless. (laughs) Do you think they'll remember you when they come home? Yeah. (laughs) They were like, who are you? So well, it's funny because I guess they wrote letters on Tuesday, and they mailed them to us. Uh, so we got their letters today. That's old uh, like, yeah. So <laughs> they send really you like sweet. a postcard, like Sonny Franklin. Uh, not, not quite. But there's like a little card, and it, it just was like, I miss you guys. Uh, it's, I forget what one of them was like. Um, it, it was, it was really funny line. It was, I was like, I can't wait to see you again. It's like, it's like what you say to your grandparents that you don't see, but once a yeah. year, like can't wait to see you again. <laughs> um, you know, Can which I was stay awesome. Your ha- week, Halsey. Halsey had like a, uh, you know, just like you open it up, like two really cute drawings and stuff that I would only and, and Rochelle would only think we were adorable. Everybody else would be like, oh, "Great, you have kids. <laughs> Fuck you." So how did that puppy die? Um, hip dysplasia? No, <laughs> hip dysplasia. No, she. Uh, they told them where uh, it was going, and it committed suicide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Your name is yeah, Lieutenant she's Pancakes." Like, she's like, "Kill me now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna send you. There's a family with two girls, and uh, the the father likes uh, transsexuals. <laughs> oh God, please! She just started drinking right away, and her yeah. kidneys failed. Um, yeah, it, 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 she something. She had like a liver disease, or yeah, there was something wrong with her liver because she went jaundice on the last day. Oh, that's um, and before that, she had like a, a really a big blood disorder. It is sad because, um, like, I, I'm kind of dead set against. Uh, well, not really dead set, but like, if we get a dog, I want to be really smart about it. And like, when I saw the picture of this puppy, I was like, I, I want. I want this puppy. Like I really do. Uh, I was really excited about it, and I, you know, was the first time I was really proactive about, like, hey, let's definitely do this. Uh, there's other pictures that, like, Rochelle showed me of picture of puppies. And like, no, I don't really like that. You know, like, I'll pass, pass, pass. But I saw this puppy. I was like, this is it. This is the one. You know, 
And, uh, you know, my sister was training it, and she's going to bring it up uh, June 1st. And, uh, you know, th- gonna, it was sad. She got sick. Is she going to get you another dog, or? Um, you know, she the the puppy in the litter, there's a couple males that she showed the she showed us some pictures of the males and I just it, it wasn't the same thing like I didn't look at the pictures and go I I want that dog to be a part of our family you know what I'm saying like it wasn't jump right out and say this is this is going to work I think they would both work and I think I would love the dog but it like this like pancakes really jumped right out and was like yeah let's do this but um I don't know we're still thinking of thinking it over is Talking your sister still going to come up sans dog? Um, I don't know. Probably not. Mm. Maybe. We'll see. We will, won't we? Sure will. All right, guys. Uh, I think it's a good show. We are the Lotus Cast. LotusCast.com is where you can listen to us live every Thursday night starting at 9 o'clock. Maybe next Strangelabel.com. We'll have music. <laughs> Did you get it working? You tell me. <laughs> Strangelabel.com. Uh, Furnacast on Mondays. Wheelbarrowful of Dicks on Mondays. No. I not safe not. for water coolers <laughs> on Tuesdays. Hey, God. Chris Break Show on Wednesdays. Howie in the Coffee Shop on Saturdays. DC Monitors. You can listen to them 7.30 to 8.30. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that little plug. Live on Strange Label. I'm sure you can download their episodes. Search that on the old iTunes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Matt around with Rochelle. Yeah, how did that go, by the way? I liked it. I had a good time. It was uh, a little rough because we had some issues getting started. I didn't uh, even know it was coming on until like I was already out for the night. Uh, the cable that we have is really bad. So it seems like something that would have come up in a test you would have done before the show. Yeah, it did. It, it was before the show, and I was like, oh, my friend gave me a shit cable. Well, why didn't you just both talk into the same mic? You're sitting next to each other. We did. That's what we did. That's oh. how we did the show. Did you record it? Is it going up anywhere? Uh, I did record it. Um, I still, I, I, I don't know. I got to work on it. It's It doesn't sound the best. Oh, you're going to edit it up? Yeah, it's got any. I think it needs some compression on it or something. There's some room noise that's kind of obnoxious. But you sound so great on this microphone. Yeah, but that's through Skype and through everything. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But anyway, check out strangelabel.com. Lots of great shows there. Yep. Uh, I guess until next week, go fuck yourselves. By the way, I don't hear you. I don't hear you, and I don't hear you. I, I don't hear any music. Yeah, I, I see your finger moving, and you point to your headphones, but I don't hear you. I don't hear you. So I'm only assuming there's some sort of technical So I, I'm just going to go ahead and sing this out. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch 
black feet I once was lost But now am found Was lost But now I That was that was the first first verse. I don't know if we're still going or more. I don't know if there's still music going. I mean, I guess it was grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace, my fears release. How precious did.